Welcome back to Pixels and Pints, where we're going to talk some independent beers. I'm not calling them craft beers. I'm going to call them independent beers from All Australian. Tom? Yes. Yes, All Australian. Uh, so, obviously, here tonight, I'm joined by Tom. Hello. And Peter. Hello. Uh, and we'll just be talking pop culture, beer, and, yeah, just oh, general crap. Yeah. I mean, if you're tuning in for the very first time. Oh, and videoing. And videoing. And I did. I had to notice it before, but I thought I would wait to mention it. I love the uh, strategic position of oh. what is not on camera. <laughs> I thought they were punishment. Like, if you said anything really wrong, you have to get down on one knee and neck a Ted. So, I'm just going to turn this we need We need a uh, we mobile need a, camera around to, to, to look at what the oh fuck we're dear. talking about. See, we've got video evidence now. Almost dropped the new camera. Yeah, that's all right. Um, they bounce, don't they? <laughs> well, they're supposed to be like bulletproof, aren't they? Oh, oh look, and we've started a podcast maybe, maybe. episode, and you can tell because someone's one of the two cats oh, is taking a, a shit. shit. Yep. <laughs> uh, we could always have a beer bong in the background, and just uh, that could be that could be punishment for it. So anyway, uh, Tom, first up, this is an exciting new one. This is an exciting beer. Oh, it's a it's a it's a it's a storied beer. Talk into um, the microphone while you're telling the story, please. Oh, right. Uh, so this beer, um, this was um, my bar, Uncle Hops, in, in, in Newtown where we've done recordings before, um, is reopening for the first time since COVID lockdown, um, which is going to be... Excellent news. Yes, it's the beginning of October when we're recording this. So first weekend in October, the long weekend. Um, but the beer that I have in my hand is our collab that... The ladies of the Bank Hotel and Uncle Hops went and made with Jemima, who's one of the brewers at Batch, um, and they made a beer called Auntie Hops. Well, that was like the loose title oh, for that's it. Cute. The actual name of it is a Berry Salty Bush. Oh, less cute. <laughs> uh, because it is a cranberry grapefruit, grapefruit and salt bush goza. Okay. Uh, the sad part of the story of this beer is we first launched this beer the day that we had to cancel all our staff shifts oh. as we were locking down. So this was the beer we locked down with, and now it's the beer we're reopening with. So I'm kind of it's loosely a calling us. a salty us. time anyway. Well, so. it's kind of my denial beer, like, yeah. because it's going back on tap. It's like nothing ever happened. Yeah, We were fine. We were fine. Cool. Yeah, just ignore yep. that time. Nice. I think that's but, got a, a nice symmetry to it, though, yeah? Yeah, but the, yeah. and so I've been working at Batch as well, and the brewers very kindly um, offered to rebrew it for our relaunch. Um, Jemima brewed it again. Cool. Um, I tasted some of the salt bush. Funnily enough, it is a salty, salty bush. Salty bush. It's literally like a salt leaf. Yeah, um, cool. And is it, is it, is it, can you hold it, it up to the camera just so they can see the can? Maybe With closer your, on the other side of the cord. Yeah. Thank you. Um, is the salt bush, <laughs> is the salt bush <laughs> like have salt on the outside of it or it's just like in the leaf? No, I think it was on the outside of the leaf. Like, because okay. I just got given, read one of the brewers gave me a leaf to try. Yep. And he's just like, just eat it. And I was like, okay. Um, that's a like, dangerous game to yeah, play. It's <laughs> like getting getting people to try hot pellets and yeah. like hop resin and things like that. Yep. But it had like, it's it's quite rough, the texture of the leaf, but it looks like it's yeah. got little grains of salt on it. I know what they look like. That's why I was yeah. wondering whether they had a tiny it, like, little yeah, like green leaves. Outside. Yeah, nice. Um, but it, the amount of, uh, Cranberries that went into this one though, and they macerate half of them, so the color yeah, spectacular. Nice. I had to do a test pour on the taps today before I left work. Oh well, good uh, good time for a first video recording with a nice colored product. These glasses. There's probably some down. some some hygiene items that I should cover off with the podcast. Actually, before we get oh that looks really good. Before we get stuck into the first topic, I think this is the new marker button. That'll do know. me too because I've got to drive again. 
Uh, and it's uh, 4.7% as well. <laughs> okay, so oh, that's pretty that's sessionable. Good. Oh, yeah. that's good. Yep. Excellent. Um, so for for the podcast generally, you'll you'll see some some shit is changing at the moment. Um, I thought I'd give Pete a bigger one because I've got two oh, kegs of it at work. Thank you. Um, so we have just released new artwork for the podcast to add Tom. Um, Let me just turn that camera a little bit because it's really disconcerting being able to see myself. <laughs> oh, that's oh, no, all right. The screen's gone out. It's all good. So the goal is to pretend it's not there. Um, yeah, so we've added... So don't look directly into it and drink. We've added Tom... It's the taste of a new generation. We've added Tom to the artwork, oh. uh, which is cool. Cheers. Well done on... Uh, Cheers. Well, it's oh, good that Just it's, as I turn the camera around. It's good that uh, Uncle Hops is reopening. Yeah. My baby's back. Getting to a... Uh, Bit of a return. Mm. We're talking about, I think yesterday she was, uh, Gladys was talking about lifting some more restrictions after school holidays on hospitality, which is freaking excellent. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Some of the uh, the borders are are slowly reopening to selected peoples, Mm. which is great. Um, That's really good, by the way. mm. That's excellent. It's it's. It's funny. I mean, a goza is supposed to have a, a strong saltiness to it, but it's almost mouth puckeringly salty in a good way. But it's not sea salty. Salty? No, no. no. It's it's a little bit more organic and smooth. I know it's a bit of a silly way to talk about salt, um, but it's just. I know it's, what you mean, though. It's it's, it's, an, co- it's kind of it doesn't hit the back salt. of your throat. It hits the palate, but. Exactly. That's exactly yeah. a very good description of it. And it's through the whole body of it. A lot of the gozers, you get it at the end. This seems to be yeah. you get the salt, nice soft salt all the way through rather than just it sort of lingering at the end after the you swallow the liquid. Mm. It's very tasty. Mm. You do. Every, everything's very really well in balance too. And Ambries and sour and oh, she's on record now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's, it's good. And it's the great thing is I literally... It's nice. It's the first collab we've done for the, for the bar that I've had nothing to do with other than going, cool, I want to do it with this brewery and just push them out the door. So they have full creative control. Yeah, All the girls and this is the flavors they wanted and it yep. came out beautiful. Yeah. It excellent. really does. Yeah. I could see myself downing a six pack of those in one yeah. sitting. We've done a cranberry sour before and uh, yeah, that's great. I, I really you called it that sauce, part. did you not? Cranberry sauce. Yeah, yeah, we did the original one with a, uh, the KB Hotel, yeah, okay. in um, Surrey Hills. That was uh, he wanted to do a Thanksgiving, uh, mm. Thanksgiving Christmas. So he wanted to makes do perfect sense, cranberry, right? cranberry sauce, yeah. and then we we did it again the following year, and they bought some more kegs off us. That uh, I think I liked it so much that that's the first time I bought a. Actually, I think you were going up and like getting growlers of it or something. Yes, yeah. I bought a growler jug <laughs> just for the yeah. sauce, and I ended yeah. up with two or three in a row. I think so. That's a yeah, a really similar color and everything too. I mm. like it. It's really nice. It presents really well and tastes excellent. So, yeah, good job everybody involved. Up. So, um, yeah. So I was going to say just some housekeeping for the podcast. So there's lots of changes coming up that you'll see unfold over the last over the next few episodes. Jesus, I shouldn't have had that starter beer. Um, <laughs> Should have eaten lunch. So we're yeah. So we're uh, adding video, obviously. So if you have access to a computer in three hours, then watch us on YouTube instead of listen to us in the car. Holy shit! You're not going to put the whole thing up on? Yes, every like the, like, the whole video. The, every, not even not even unedited. Just no, I'm going to edit whole, it, obviously. Oh, but no. but every episode will be videoed now yeah. from now on and released to YouTube in addition to iTunes. We're on Google. We're on fucking everything. I think now, other than Stitcher, because I don't like Stitcher. They're on the internets. 
We're on the internet, so all over the airwaves. Google. Look, look at you, like you <laughs> really, you're really, you're really in your element. Both of them loves yeah. it, <laughs> and they're coming around the first bend. <laughs> uh, you're, we're also gonna, we're we're obviously fucking around with some new intro music. Uh, there will be a new intro track coming soon. Um, it was, uh, I mean, the the last one was brilliant, and it served us well through two and a half odd seasons. But uh, did I you ever have the thing? I had a few things when I wasn't on an episode where I. Would thought I was downloading it, but I'd accidentally press start and I had my headphones on, and all of a sudden it's just, just like a little bit. Oof. I was like, oh crap, Jesus Christ! There we go, we're away. It is very in your face, yeah. and and as much as I love it, um, and obviously uh, Dan and I, Dan more than me, uh, are into our metal. I have had some feedback from some listeners that don't like metal that it's quite hard to get past that because it's the first thirty seconds of yeah. every episode, right? So if you hate metal, it's a good reason to switch off without ever hearing us. So. We'll still do something medley, just maybe a little less oomph in the first fucking bar. Yeah. Um, Not a fly kick to the face, maybe like a subtle stroking of the cheek. <laughs> uh, and we've got some events planned. We've got some on-location recordings. We've got some video content we're going to put together and, yeah, a bunch of other stuff. Some guests, some call-ins. Yeah. Planned, so. Yeah, so this uh, apparently our podcast recording studio has the capability to have high-definition uh uh, calls, phone calls uh, come into the show, but I've never tested it. So it just means we've got some mates down in Melbourne. We've got a couple up in Queensland that probably want to join us. Certainly one down Perth. in Melbourne that would love to join us. Um, so having them call in would be cool. Yeah, that'd be heaps fun. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, um, first topic. I can go. 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 Good. I don't know. Have either of you guys seen the James Cameron science fiction thing that's on um, uh, SBS? What's no. it the last few, I think it's literally just called James Cameron Science, Science Fiction. Fiction. I've heard about so it, but like I haven't had a documentary or a miniseries. Yeah. yeah, so what it is, James Cameron runs it. Obviously, famous director James Cameron of Avatar and Terminator and Aliens. Fucking Linda and, Hamilton and yeah, where he was too. for a while. Yeah, um, well, she, she gets spoken about in it in a very nice way. I don't know what their relationship. I was wondering where you were going with that. I don't know how their their relationship ended. She was doing the the chin-ups in the mental house. It's it's separated into, they they talk about specific, I think it's like eight episodes, um, and they separate it out into specific topics. And then he talks to George Lucas, Steven Spielberg, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Keanu Reeves, and a whole bunch of um, writers on science fiction, um, and uh, a bunch of other people, other filmmakers, other directors, other actors, and it's great. And uh, so they do aliens, uh, intelligent machines, monsters, time travel, space itself, um, and a couple, couple of other So they're talking about the science and reality behind... More so the filmmaking and okay. why these directors chose these stories and how they portrayed certain things on screen. Okay. Uh, they talk a lot about 2001 A Space Odyssey because obviously that covers... Space travel and boringness. Yeah. Oh, Space Odyssey's forty-five excellent. minute ship flybys and <laughs> speaking. It, we'll, yeah, but we'll, it's we'll, a perfect parabola arc. So come on, give them some credit. <laughs> we'll, I'll, get, I'll get to one of the uh, the the, the uh, hyperdrive scene in two thousand one in a sec. Yeah, um, but it, it covers all those, and it's really fantastic to listen to the other directors and the other actors about where they where they. Where their mindset was, Schwarzenegger actually went into Terminator for the Kyle Reese role. Yes. Uh, and he started to talk to James Cameron about, look. Like and by the, the way, um, oh, I wish I could remember his name, but um, Bishop from Aliens originally. originally went, went For the uh, Lance Henderson. 
No, he originally went in for, as Terminator. Lance Henderson is the actor. Oh, Lance, Peter. That's, sorry. Yes, he was. Get, he was originally Terminator, but he ended up being the, yeah. the cop. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was. He was attempting to gain the Terminator role. Yeah, and he yeah. was talking about being a, like a mantis insectoid, insectoid sort of robot thing. So, so uh, glad they didn't go that direction. Yeah. Arnie wanted to just keep playing the hero. Yeah, right. So, but uh, then he was telling James Cameron, "Well, the guy that plays the Terminator needs to be deadpanned and." Not not show any emotion, not give any inkling that he's a human playing a machine. Yep. Has to be machine, hundred percent all the time. And then at the end of the the interview, he's gone fuck. Like I just talked myself out of the hero <laughs> role into the baddie <laughs> role, uh, but which obviously did fantastic things yeah. for him and his career. But that was just one little thing. And then George Lucas talks about as much as a knobby kind of is. Um, he created obviously something that is an enormous or. Probably the biggest influence in my life. You in, know, it's in all our lives, all I would say. Um, it's great to talk to Steven Spielberg's super interesting. Um, obviously, the other actors and like the writers of that have written books and papers and everything, all on sci-fi and everything. It's, Does it's Lucas fantastic. talk about one of my favorite things? Lucas talks about in I think it was on the VHS special edition for Empire of how they decided what like the technical side of filming Hoth originally. No. Have you ever seen that? No. Because everything was done on a blue screen. Yes. How do you, and it was like the the trouble of filming the white background on a blue screen. Like it didn't didn't that result in them inventing the green yeah, screen? Pretty yeah. much. Oh, like, I don't remember seeing that. Yeah, yeah sure. it's so cool. Cat. Podcast cat. Extreme um, close up. Close I just thought up. that might have been something that came oh. up. Oh. See, leave Most the camera, Pete. Yeah, Pete. Leave the camera. It's the wrong kind of wet pussy. Um, too many cords. The it's all on SBS on demand. Uh, they're hour long episodes. Uh, it's fantastic. It's yeah, just cool. watch it. It's super cool. interesting. You never get bored of it, and it just it just it actually when you're getting in, it flows so well that you don't actually realize when they change topic within the episode. It's all yeah. about mm. the one thing. But they'll be talking Terminator and then they'll mould into 2001 A Space Odyssey and then they'll mould into Terminator 2 and then they'll go Yeah, so it's not abruptly episodic. No, it, it's kind of – it's it's very well segued. So they'll they'll talk about one thing that will just literally flow into the next movie. And yeah, okay. then they'll just keep going. And it's it's so well filmed and edited. And James Cameron, as much as he doesn't Writing need to make down. four more ed- uh, Avatar movies, uh, he – He's not making them because he needs to. He's making them because that's his – his opus, right? Yeah, I, and it, it kind of puts me off a little bit, but yeah. What uh, do you mean? It, it's it, his, it, doesn't, it doesn't need to be four. No, it doesn't need I, to be four. No. But, but like I said, it's his magnum opus yeah. is the correct term. And, I needed to say he, that. And if he does it well, and I have even just watching this and seeing him just interact with his peers, he is... He seems like a genuinely nice guy. Yeah. Like he, he wants to sit there and chat he to people about has. these things he, that he loves. So. I haven't agreed with everything that's come out of his mouth in interviews. Well, and I'm sure. I think he said some dumb things recently. There was an Academy but. Awards for, I think it was Titanic, that he was a bit of a cock about because he didn't win something that he wanted to win. I don't know. I've got vague memories of him just being a dick. Um, but he's a visionary fucking director yeah. and he was one of the best directors in his heyday there was. Yeah. He did Terminator 2. Oh, he talks to Ridley Scott a lot as well. Yeah. Which is interesting. Obviously, because he did I, Aliens with him. Yeah, and like Blade Runner falls into the intelligent machine side of it. Yep. And just the, the overall Ridley Scott look on things. He's, bit, he's a bit of an old white man as well, but uh, <laughs> he's, still, he's still a very good visionary. Yeah, right. If you look at the time, so the early 90s, the only successful sequels released in a whole like five-year period were James Cameron sequels. 
So Alien to Aliens, yeah. Terminator to Terminator yeah. 2 yeah. were pretty much the most successful sequel movies in a raft of horrible, horrible sequels to other random shit. So, yeah. Guy knew what he was doing. And and technology advances. Well, Titanic, and, he literally invented yeah. automated or, or um, drone submarines or yeah. some shit or yeah. some deep sea submarine and the went li- down to see the Titanic. T-1000, the liquid metal. Yep. Like all CG animation. Um, oh, the the quick 2001 Space Odyssey, the Corridor crew guys talk about how they filmed that, hyper, uh, that hyperdrive sequence. You've seen the Technicolor hyperdrive sequence. Yep. yep. They, it was a curtain moving behind a slot in a black sheet and they had to roll the camera up to it it's, it took something like three weeks to film this section because it uh like every time they moved the camera forward it was one second so they had Jesus. to then bring the camera back and then back move, in the old days when shit was physical right it like, was all physical so so <coughs> that that opening sequence of the the ridiculously yeah. long ship was a model yeah, I can't imagine how big that fucking thing was because yeah. I it, think they actually talk about it on there. Because there is Lucas. a certain scale. I mean, and they did. George Lucas talked a lot about it in some of the yeah. uh, the behind the scenes footage of of um, filming Star Wars back when it was still called Star Wars, not A New Hope, yeah. and Empire. That you can only make scale models so small for thirty five mil film before they don't look real anymore. Yeah. So the ships are the X wing is like you know thirty inches long or wide. Um, they're not small. No, the Star Destroyers were massive. I want one. That'd oh be, yeah, yeah. Seeing, be... seeing the behind the scenes, like like shots you see of like the prop guys, and you're just like, you it's... have the bestest job oh, ever. Oh. That's so good. <laughs> um, yeah. speaking of SBS, I don't think I talked about it last episode, and I'm kind of surprised that I didn't because we gobbled it up. Um, SBS has War of the Worlds. Yep, with Gabriel Byrne. Did I? I didn't talk about no. it on the episode, though, you did I? You mentioned it in passing or it got mentioned at some other stage? Okay. It's one of the best original but not original TV series as I've seen in a long damn time. So I've always found, like, the original War of the Worlds was just a cult classic. Um, James L. Jones doing the voiceover? Orson Welles. I know who wrote it, but who did the voiceover in the movie? And the Tom, uh, Tom Cruise one was Morgan Freeman. No, the original. Oh, the black and white maybe original. I'm, oh, maybe fuck. I'm misremembering. I thought it was James L. Jones. It I'll might even it. make me racist. I'll I don't find know. Out for you. Um, I'll never forget that video footage of someone talking to Morgan Freeman and mixing up who he was as a black actor. Um, the remake I really thoroughly enjoyed with Tom Cruise in it, except because it had that fucking holy shit bags Batman. Like, there's nothing you can do to get away from these things. Yeah. It was genuine, like a fearful movie, but such a piss weak ending. And, yeah. and it was a true to original telling piss week ending that the bacteria killed the aliens. So don't worry. They were absolutely Man, annihilating was, us, but the bacteria got them. So chill. I was always about the uh, the rock opera. <laughs> what? The have, rock opera? There's a rock opera. Really? A War of the Worlds rock opera? Yeah. Was it, wow. was it War like, of the Worlds that was originally told on the radio as yeah. a joke and everyone took it seriously? They took it yeah. seriously. They thought yeah, it was like right. an actual broadcast. Yeah, no, no, no. It wasn't War of the Triffids. Or Day of the Triffids. That was the, the other one that no, came out a, around the same time. It's Alfred Hitchcock. Um, yeah, but there's this like 1970s like prog rock rock <laughs> opera. Fucking hell. It's really? epic, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty... No, I am certain that I've heard that on vinyl when I was growing yeah, you, up. You probably would have, yeah. Because my mum had a shitload it's got of a, vinyl. It's, like, like, it's narrated it's by this English guy. And so yeah. there's this, this really calm, yeah. soft English yep. voice. And he's just like, I must get back to London. Carrie. It's just... <laughs> 
Um, we somehow discovered it when we were like in high school, like in music class, and it became like I'm our certain thing. that my mum used to listen to that. Yeah, probably that, that on vinyl. So, so War of the Worlds on SBS is a uh, BBC. I'm, th- I'm fairly certain it's BBC. It's an English um, six-part miniseries, and yeah. it's season one, and they've extended the story. So, for the yeah, first right. time, I've ever seen a War of the Worlds series. Loosely based on the original, mm. Aliens Invade Earth, um, but done in a manner that is realistic in the sense that no one knows what the fucking aliens are doing there. Yeah. Like you don't get instructions as to why they're here, which in, happens in so many fucking movies. Independence Day, they instantly know somehow why they're there. Um, they're massively powerful and there's not much you can do about it. Mm. There's some weird connection between a couple of the people in the series and the aliens. I don't think it was James L. Jones, but I'm, okay. I'm still looking. Just abandon the plot. It's yep. all good. I've, I've obviously gotten it wrong. Um, and an interesting, like it was a six-part miniseries. They covered a lot of ground. Yeah. The If you remember the uh, episode uh, from Bla- uh, Bro- Broken Mirror? Black Mirror. Black, Black Mirror. Mirror, thank you. Um, with the robotic dogs that was filmed in black and white. Yep. So the aliens in War of the Worlds are robotic dogs that are very, very similar, but fucking creepy and scary. Yeah, right. Um, but they go to explain the aliens um, from a scientific perspective in a realistic way. The guy, one of the guys, is a neurobiologist and pulls apart one of the aliens and one of the killed aliens, and mm. yeah, really fucking interesting. Ends with a cliffhanger. Can't wait to see the second season and. You know, it's free to air if you download the SBS app for uh, Apple TV or whatever else you've got that plays you the SBS app. You get it on pretty much everything except the PlayStation because they took it off there for some reason. Brilliant and well worth watching. And doesn't take up that much time. Six episodes. Like it's fucking easy yeah, to nice. eat in a couple of days. Short, punchy, yeah, hour-long episodes. Look it's one SBS of those ones that makes you think. Goods. Yeah. Yeah. And one of those one of those series that gives Probably you the creeps after you've finished on it. On the PlayStation. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Probably. We get it through the TV because they took it off the PlayStation. But uh, yeah. I might grab the next beer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, they, they took it off the PlayStation. We were watching Vikings through it. And, yeah, so we had to find it find it on the TV, which is good. So um, I was running it through the laptop into the TV at times. But fuck yeah. it, it's on there now. So. Is that beer cold enough? Oh, it'll be cold enough. It'll Just do. Crack it open. Crack it open. So I've, I'd never actually heard of this uh before Burnley Brewing, I don't know if you've heard of them. No, so I'll talk no. into the mic before I get yelled at. Um, he didn't have his headphones on, so he got away with that one. Nah, <laughs> talking to the mic, he knows. Uh, but the beers I bought today are uh, brought to us by the Union Hotel in Newtown. Uh, oh, nice. th- thank you, Lukey boy, his suggestions. Thank you. Um, but yeah, Burnley Brewing, he he did a whole tap and can takeover with them, and I'd never heard of them before, but they're from. Burnley in Melbourne, Victoria. Yeah, cool. I would uh, never have guessed. No, um, it's I'd probably never heard of the suburb. No. Oh, okay. No. You had obviously. Yeah. Yep. No. But it's one of the few. The reason I grabbed this one was because I was looking at the can. The can's quite nice. Um, this is the can. Little camera. I don't know if you can see that. You can see sure it. Can. Okay. But it has it on the back. Everything. Instead of it has the ABV, it has the IBU, and then also has the Plato. Oh, okay. The yeah. what now? Fucking Plato. Uh, Plato is a measurement of – well, we use specific gravity in our brewery, but mm-hmm. it's just a measure of the res- sugars. Right, the okay. The d- density of the liquid. So right. you're starting, starting gravity yep. or starting Plato, ending gravity, ending Plato. Yep. It's just how you work Ooh, out. Oh, Christ alcohol. almighty. Yeah. Wow, Holy what a colour. <laughs> we go from a, like light, a, a light ready pink to a dark uh, maroni. 
Wow, it looks like a red wine. Yeah, really does. Oh, what stains, is like the... blood. stains like blood. Uh, <laughs> oh, 4.2. That's good. I did see the uh, the October. Do you want some more, Tom? Well, I was letting. Wow. I just wanted to pour. I got. You go first. No, just. What did, what did you actually say it was? Blood. Black, black current. Blackcurrant. Blackcurrant goes on. But it's, uh, it's kind of fitting. The uh, I don't know if you saw the PlayStation, free PlayStation games this month. One of them is that vampire game I think you were talking about. Which one? Uh, the Masquerade. Uh, it's just called Vampire. It's set in like turn of the century. Oh, no. Post-World War One London. Even the fucking oh, head. Oh, Vampire is... with a Y. Yeah. Yeah, right. I didn't mind it. It was it was made by an indie developer. It's um it's quite in depth, but you gotta you gotta want to talk to people. It's a very yeah. I read a review of it today. Right. It's, it's a, that <laughs> it's a very very talky talky uh, and yeah, because you, you can you can you can kill anybody. So it's got a really good premise for being an RPG. You can drink anybody's blood that any NPCs character's blood to kill them um mm-hmm. but that will adversely affect most of the time the the social environment mm. right um but it's the fastest way to get xp to increase your character's strength i think you've talked about this before yeah actually. i think i probably have it's it was good i i really enjoyed it it's it's not a perfect game by any long shot yeah i've heard um, the combat's pretty shit it's it's Pretty just average. It's yeah. it's fine. Uh, it's got some cool aspects to it. the The voice acting is very good for always having to be talky talky to people. Mm. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting. It's got some interesting themes to it. Um, I'm sure there's been some updates since I've played it. So especially if it's gone free to play, it's uh, okay. It, I mean, if you've got time and oh fuck, there's so much coming out over the next two months. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, there's a whole new system coming out in the next couple yeah. of months. Um, Squadrons releases in two days. Yeah, I know. We have to talk about this beer before we get on to, to that though. It's it's a nice it's a nice step up in different yeah. berry characters to the last one. It's fucking hardcore mouth puckering sour but too. I'm assuming it's still a kettle though. Oh, it'd have to be. It's a goza. I get more of that salt it on It doesn't have to be. More of that salt on the back that you were talking about though in this one. Yeah. As opposed yeah, to barrel age. It's not gonna be a barrel age goza. Oh no, it's how it mash. Yeah, okay, okay. It's oh. probably not, it's probably kettle sour. Uh, it uses water. There you go. Good start. <laughs> Malted barley. You have wheat. To, you, I'm sorry. You have to put the ingredients in order of the of how it the content. It might be a sour mash. It's very mouth puckering. I'm just reading how it is on the can. No, I was. It was a reference to a conversation I was having Dan the other day. You have to put the, hops, the ingredients in order of how in, much. In your, of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's why shampoo always has aqua first. Yeah, because yeah. it's mostly water. Uh, shampoo goes on first. But it, it's it's a very good <laughs> distinction between the the salt bush and the regular yeah. salt. Yeah, it's uh, but it's good. Like like I said, it's like, like just like Fucking a stains. different a different berry step to uh, the the cranberry. Yeah, it's yeah, nice. cream. Yeah, it's really damn good. It's mm. it's very sour. I have to admit that I'm struggling to taste any fruit through the sourness. Oh, there's definitely black no, I, there. I just yeah. got it on the regurge. Yeah, <laughs> what a yeah. lovely word. Little belch came up the back. Yeah, nice, good, beautiful color. I beautiful love that. Color. It's like the the beer the, the Ribena of beers. We'll definitely be breaking and washing the glasses out before. I was going to say it's interesting because your yeah. glasses are both completely headless. Yeah, but we didn't glug it into our glasses like you did. I uh, yeah. Well, you know, there's there's. Oh, uh, let's not get into quite that a big argument for doing it the yeah, way that I no, do it. No, yeah, no. 
we'll, we'll won't get into it. If you're a Cicerone, please email admin at Pixar. I, I completely disagree with that. <laughs> Fuck the Cicerones. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Yeah, take my that, bad. Liam, you dick. He's <laughs> <laughs> my boss. I shouldn't yell at him. No, you, no, I love What Liam. do you guys know about Liam, you? Liam and Jonathan and all the other Cicerones know. They, they're, most of them are great guys. I've met one or two that are absolutely douchey, but... Um, we shall name and shame them in the uh, next no, episode. No, thankfully, <laughs> thankfully, I didn't remember the douchey ones' names. I really like the the other guys. Sorry, John. Sorry, Liam. Um, <laughs> but uh, I disagree with that. I, the the pouring it into the glass aggressively to knock out all the CO two. It's and un- unlock all of the the aromas and the flavors. Yeah, and you can be just too pour it. You don't no, have to do an aggressive pour. Just too pour it. That's exactly and what you, I did. Yeah, and you don't have to be super aggressive with it. An aggressive too pour. Yeah. Wasn't uh, mine was a two ball. Don't see half head in my glass. <laughs> anyway, you're not working in my bar, boy. <laughs> I prefer it that way. Anyway, it's not like the head was massive. It was just, I just find it releases a lot more of the aromatics. That's all. And, and I get, it makes your beer go flat. And I, and and exactly right. <laughs> so so I suffer from from fucking chronic stomach issues. I, it's because you drink too many sours. <laughs> I fuck off. And too I, much coffee. I usually don't. <laughs> That's a conversation we were having before you got here. I usually don't get drunk off beer unless I'm I'm hitting it with with a passion. And obviously, you guys have seen me pissed on beer before. Don't but, hit it with a passion. Just fucking drink it, man. But but it's usually I. <laughs> you keep setting him up, and he's going to keep <laughs> knocking him down. Um. Yes. What I was <laughs> what I was going to say is I usually struggle to get drunk on nights that I want to because. I get bloated well before yeah. and don't have stomach capacity well before I get pissed. So if I pour it the way that I did, degassing it means that I can fit a lot more beer in. That's the end of my story. It's a cool story. Moving on. Thank God. Releases. PlayStation 4. Go. PlayStation 5. PlayStation 5. Well, you were Four talking about all the, movie, all the games that were coming out soon. When? Was I? Yeah, moments oh, before we that was the that was just an oh, that was just an offhand just an comment. That was right. yeah, yeah. No, there's a couple of there's 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 actually there's a oh fuck, what was I watching the other day? But it was this fucking awesome. It was a two D. It was like a two and a half D cyberpunk one that comes out next oh in October, I think. Um, but I had a girlfriend once. That, never mind. Carry on. <laughs> it, you can. It's two D from the. The, the side-scrolling aspect of walking up streets and everything. But yeah. if there's an alley in the background, you can go up the alley in the background and, and it, it changes. it kind of three-dimensional. Yeah, and then it, it, then it goes 2D sort of the other way. Yeah, okay. And it's it looked, That's kind of cool. It looked excellent. It really did. It looks, I can't remember the name of it to save my life, but uh, I remember saying Is that the, There's one coming out that's – I was like, oh, okay, that's – Kind of infringe, oh, like t- tiptoeing around, like a little bit of IP infringement, but it's called like not cyber. that we can talk on the fucking podcast, man. Um, but it was called, it was like called Cyber World or something. Yeah, like, it, it was. It was close to it. Uh, it I think I know be- the one, and like the the image of it is like a almost like the neon scape background, like that cyberpunk is, but it's a chick leaning against like a hundred percent. Yeah, because it's a uh, it's a female lead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. it would be the same one. It's it called was, like Cyberworld or something similar to like that. Yeah, I it, know the one you're talking about. It's going to be a um, Xbox Series X and an Xbox One dilemma that people are going to buy this thinking it's cyberpunk and right. and not getting cyberpunk. Yeah, yeah so I've it's going to lean into that. I've got to say that the rendering difference that so so tom put up a post today and i might throw it up on the oh, the video fun. version but the, the re-render of of spider-man between ps4 and ps5 is mind-blowingly different and i'm hoping that like it says if you look 
closely at the image in the corner, like bottom left hand corner, it does say captured on PS5. Like that yeah. thing. But like you when, mean, first when he's at, stuck on the wall, not yeah. the change of character. Not the change of character. When he's stuck on the wall in the bottom, bottom, bottom left hand corner. I'm pretty sure it's a captured on PS5. But like I'm hoping that's not just like, you know, a, a one-off still a one-off frame render. Of, yeah, yeah. Like, but what's the point of posting it? People don't tolerate that sort of bullshit no. anymore. It, it's you get yeah, too much bad, don't. bad press. The the oh, it just looks fucking amazing. It yeah. does look amazing. I, I will throw the screen grab up on on the video. The um, the yeah, the re recast to the Tom Holland-esque little face there. I don't get it. Why do it? I if you, if I, not- I like the original guy's face. Yeah, like I, it's kind of suited him as like a slightly older, and it separated but, it out from that universe that it's not part of. I yeah. agree. So, like I said, I thought he was very wooden and boring, but I said I've said that from the very first trailer. <laughs> so, true. yeah, Tom Holland. No, 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 no. The guy who voice acted the yes, uh, you uh, have from, said that from right the, from the, the start. first E three trailer. It's the same. It's the same voice actor. Yeah. They didn't recast the voice, yeah. just the face. I mean, yeah, just beat. Yeah, I'm a bit excited. We haven't had a PlayStation. Like a, a a device launch for five years? Is it five? Yeah, maybe six or six? seven. Yeah, six Jesus. or seven. I think. I gotta pee. You keep okay. going. We'll pause. No, no, no. I gotta do the Go. same. We'll pause. You we'll gonna cross back. swords? <laughs> oh dear. Cool. Oh dear. We're back, and we're gonna start with a beer while people think of the topic. Sorry, I completely cut you off then because I was busting to wee. No, that's okay. We were talking about. Spider-Man on PS5? Well, just PlayStation 5 and how excited I am to get a new console. I remember lining up for the PS4 at EB Can we talk about how fucking shit this whole pre-order thing has been? (laughs) Jesus motherfucking titty Christ. (laughs) (laughs) That might be the name of the episode. I am pissed. You guys have been going on about it and I'm completely oblivious to it. Well- they said that they would give everyone heads up as to when the pre-order opening would start, but, right? Yeah. Which is actually funny because I was that was what I was originally pissed about. I was originally pissed that I was like, cool. I woke up at like- Can you multitask? I'm thirsty. Right. <laughs> um, uh, so I woke up at would have been- You can pull while I talk because I'm, I'm going to get ranty. Um, uh, He's being warned, people. Uh, so it went live What the-, the Broadcast was at 6 a.m. Yep. Um, and then, but the pre-orders went live on EB Games by about 8 a.m. I woke up at like 9, already sold out, completely gone. No, it was earlier than that. So well, I, I woke up at, I always wake up at 7 and it was sold out by then. So I don't know when they opened pre-orders, but. So they had been saying for Dan's edification, they'd been saying for a while they would give everyone notice as to when they would open. Which is what Xbox did. Yeah. They, 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 they were going to give everyone a week a notice as to when they would open pre-orders so that everyone had a fair chance to get on the website. In fact, I got instructions a couple of days prior. The night before at like 9 p.m. an email saying, came through saying this is log how you into should. your EB World account. Make sure that your address is updated. You'll only get one shot at this. Sit there and hit refresh, blah, 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 blah. They gave you full instructions and then the very next day they just... Launch without telling anyone. Which I've seen a bunch of people online saying, well, that that was your instructions that's going live tomorrow. Like, you should Fuck have off. read. 
Yeah, but that's the thing. You should have read between the lines and worked yeah. out. Yeah. But I was out drinking the night before, so that's that's <laughs> no no one's fault. Um, the but problem did, is, did they though, give you a time or they just no, said, no, no. no, they just said, get online. They, they said, they said doing the, PlayStation, the PlayStation Live thing is tomorrow. Don't worry about your everyday jobs and everybody who's trying to keep their jobs in a world pandemic at the moment. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah, just jump but online and click refresh. And hit, hit since, since the Xbox went live, though, in pre-orders, mm. and that was also a total clusterfuck because people have bought the, the wrong PlayStation, uh, the wrong Xbox. They bought the wrong Xbox because they sound so fucking similar. Um, so what are the two names? Xbox Series X. And the Xbox the one. one X is the current one. It's like so the PlayStation fucked. Pro is the Xbox One X. Yeah. Yeah. And the new one is the Xbox Series X. Series what was X. it? It was the Xbox, is the Xbox One X, which is the current model. Yep. The they had a seven hundred and fifty percent jump in sales because people were yeah. pre-ordering the wrong <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah, because they've got jumped on there and they've gone, oh fuck, this is cheap. Get that one. Yeah. So, but, but you have to admit that this is was half the problem. Shady marketing. It is, but it's pretty funny. The amount of people Only who we're not Xbox fans. Well, yeah, but the amount of people who tried to log on to get an Xbox when they knew the time, they knew the date, but. All these people who run these reselling websites who yep. get on there with a, a bot that buys faster than you can ever refresh the page. Yeah. And they're just Obviously like. Obviously, they have to create one account per order too because they're all limited. They're to all limited. Yeah. One per person. So I, I, I don't know now. If like I've looked at my both my orders that I, because I panicked obviously after I woke up and I was like, crap, they're gone. All right. Next, went, jumped on JB, placed an order, I think. And then I jumped on Amazon and placed an order. So I don't know which one. Or either of them, if they're going to rock up yeah, on time. Yeah, because none of them are guaranteed. So I placed yeah. a pre-order with JB, but they warned you that they're not doing any guarantees. Yeah. but You're in a queue, basically. Mm-hmm. You you paid a $50 deposit to sit in a queue and they'll allocate based on how many they get. Yeah. Fair cop. Yeah. I'm, I'm, but I just yeah. remember like when I got the PS4, never had this issue. I think I, No, I, I think you're wrong. I, no? Well, I mean, maybe you ordered through EB. So, I did order through EB. Right. But I, I was able to stroll into a store like- a couple of hours after they went online and I was just like strolled in, was like, can I place an order for PS4? Like, of course, man, come on in. Would you like a massage with this? <laughs> like they didn't do that. They're EB games. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they, they took all, the they money out of your wallet. They asked me to trade something and then they gave me like a dollar for it. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, they, they, they were putting their hands in your pocket to pull your wallet out while they were talking to you. And this was yeah, while I was working for them as well. So, you know, <laughs> I can say that. Um, but yeah, it just seems like, I don't know, because, Absolute clusterfuck. PS4, exactly the same for me as PS5. I I put my 50 bucks to sit in the queue, put my $50 down to sit in the queue, and I got a release evening. It was 11.59. We had to queue up or some shit, Mm. standing in the queue waiting for the PlayStation 4. I remember being excited and also embarrassed that I was 33 or something at the time. Well, now you're going to be 40. No, not quite. (laughs) Fuck you, Dan. Um, And I was standing in the queue talking to other people that had never heard of deodorant. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's fair. So it's like being at like a I don't know a World Warcraft a convention, mosh. a Blizzard yeah. BlizzCon, where they did literally hand out small cans of of Christ. Axe deodorant, which oh, is really? the American version the, of Lynx. Probably the sponsored one too. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Axe this, Africa. What are we drinking? Uh, this is Mountain Culture. This is one of the um, this brewery is just kind of exploded um, in terms of their popularity in the. Uh, Everyone likes a bit of MSG. Everyone loves a bit of MSG. It actually says contains lactose but not MSG in the <laughs> in brackets on the back. Cool. Uh, so this is the new brewery from DJ who used to be the original brewer for Modus. Modus, yeah. yep. Cool. Um, so this is up in Katoomba. Um, Katoomba. And they 
think they opened the brewery like well they started producing beers just before COVID hit and then they started churning poor them out bastards oh don't no no don't, there's, there's no there's no poor bar, bastards and mountain no. culture in the same sentence no. No. no they sell out everything they're like now the new you know goes live at 12 p.m and it's sold out by 1201 <laughs> yeah can't get them online can't yeah so, yeah so, so who did you have beers? to blow to get the beer uh well um where do i start there was a whole line uh it's like a conga line of blowing people to get this beer no 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 uh i'm luke who runs the union he's a good mate of mine um and they did a mountain culture event so he was lucky enough to get um a couple of four packs yeah cool set aside when he placed his next order because they carry the core range yep um and their core range is phenomenal as well if you can get your hands on it. Like, Mountain culture stuff. Oh, oh. yeah. Their, their lager is excellent yeah. just for their, their core range. Well, lager. he's brought back yeah. the double red, which is <clears throat> very <Yeah>. similar <laughs> to the old former tenant, and it, but it's improved. Like it's insanely good. Oh, the former, former tenant, tenant's never been as good as when he was doing it. Oh, mm. But that's mm. why you get, you get Mountain culture double red now and it's just like, yeah. oh, ha, nice. heyday. Um, yeah, so he was lucky enough to get a couple of four packs and I, I bought the two cans off him. So I've had this before, but I thought I would say one to share with you boys. So this is MSG. Oat cream IPA. I hate the name oat cream. Oat cream? I think it's completely wanky. Sorry, how, DJ. How do you cream an oat? Yeah, I just... Uh, how I, do you milk a soybean? There's no nipple. <laughs> yeah. I've looked. I, I, get, I get the term, I, but... See, when I hear the, the term oat cream, I think of when I used so to So it's get, oat milk... Creamed. No, they, no. They. I, I just think of when you used to make like get Uncle Toby's oats. You put some milk in them, and you made like the cold just oats and milk, and then you had like it was just like that weird gooey texture. That's what I think. Yeah. yeah. Were they doing it? The the obviously the oats creates a good amount of the haze as well as a lot of hop oils and things like that. Mm. But um, the cream uh, refers to the lactose side of it. So. There is a very good argument as to why this is a good name, but I just think it's a wanky name. Um, the uh, ABAC, mm-hmm. uh, which is the advertising to children, don't advertise alcohol to children because you're bad, don't bad call it people. Jedi juice. I saw J-Juice for the first time. I saw the new cans yeah. with J-Juice yeah, on yeah, it. So and, that, and it's no Princess Leia anymore. No, no it's slightly altered. Yeah, it's, it's pretty significantly altered. It's yeah. a totally different person. Yeah, well, I mean, it has to be, but uh, similar... Style she doesn't have the same hair. She doesn't have the layer. No, but similar style. Yes, can. Yeah. Um, the AB. Yeah, it is complete crap. Complete bullshit. But this is instead of calling them milkshake neepers mm-hmm. because milkshake is a kids' drink. Oh apparently, uh, the, I'm a man that orders milkshakes regularly. Yeah. Anyway, the, salted caramel. The, <laughs> the oat cream name took off in America for right. milkshake neepers, and it's made its way over here. I just don't like it. Yeah, okay. I think the MSG part's great. I like that. Yeah. And it's yeah. a cool can because it's just fucking simple, right? It's, it's Oh, it's beautiful looking label. Yeah, nice metallic The MSG label. stands for Mosaic, Simcoe and Galaxy. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so it's yeah. good like little play. I like that. Oh, and by the way, all this crap on, the beer's excellent. The yeah. beer is excellent. It's it's nice and it is it does have a good creamy mouthfeel. Yeah. It's it's hazy. It's it's a neeper. Yeah. I do I do struggle a bit with the the old Milkshake Neeper or Oat Cream IPA, as they're calling them now. Some some of them I find just too sweet. Yeah. This like, is well-balanced, though. You still get the the, the hoppy oiliness. Well, uh, the first time I had you this can, the- I actually found this a bit too sweet, but this is settled. This has been sitting in the fridge for maybe a week or two now. Okay. so It's, it's now quite – like it's 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 tropical, juicy. Like um, 
fresh squeezed tropical juice where you still get the sweetness of the fruit, you get the fructose, but you still get the tang and the bitterness. There's a lot of Obviously, that's completely different reasons for that in a beer. So, you get the astringency from the the pine. uh, The pine. You get the pine notes and the astringency from the hops and you get the sweetness and juiciness. But no, it's lovely. Yeah, Mount Coach is just, they're killing it. Yeah. Six six point nine percent as well. Nice big can, five hundred mil can. What's did you check nice. the ABV on our fourth and final beer for the evening? Is it a, a head smasher? Is it eleven percent, or are we going to go back in ABV? No, no. I'm. I think it's only like five or six or seven. Or eight, okay, nine, nine or ten. I don't know. Cool. Next topic: Biatches. Thomas, I finally finished Ghosts. Of yes, Tsushima. You did. Off. We still can't spoil it too much. We can't spoil it. He's yeah, barely Sorry. started. I will. That's right. I will. Sit down and play it. Now, hey, I'm, it, I'm it, done with No Man's Sky. They did a massive update and they added a whole bunch of new content in between episodes after talking about the massive updates. They I did saw, actually saw, update. I saw the, the thing. I saw something on IGN about that and I was like, oh, Pete said he was done. I guess he's back in. But I, you know what? I looked at it. I got all excited about the, the, the footage that they showed and, you know, they're adding more variety to planets and there's now sandworms stolen directly from June. So you can nice. be standing on a planet and a fucking sandworm will nail you by coming out of the ground and crashing back down. You got aliens stopping in the middle of the planet. All this cool stuff. Beetles, you've got insect swarms and they've got artificial intelligence, swarming kind of intelligence. I logged in for 10 minutes and went, yeah, it's still the same game though, and there's no fucking point to it. There's no missions. There's no quests. There's no like. Why that'll probably I- that'll probably be for you. It'll be you know you'll have one of those moments in six months where you're just like, I just want to sit here, put sandbox. my VR head on, and just yeah, completely lose myself for I've got a day off and, and let's do and, it. But, and but then you got squadrons coming in for that yeah, exactly that good space VR experience exactly. that is far more focused. Yeah, yeah. And I've got to say, some of the footage I've seen from squadrons. The beta footage, or the pre-release um, testing. Oh, pen- can we talk about that little intro cinematic they put oh, out? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What was it was so called? Uh, Escape? Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Hunter, no, Hunted. 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 Yeah. Sorry, you were talking about something and I jumped in with No Man's Sky. Yeah, no, I'm going to play Ghost. Ghost. Well, we're saying Ghost. He 100%ed Ghost. I, I did Platinum Ghost. Platinumed it. Yep. Um, I-, I love that we invented a word for it. Platinumed. Yeah, well, I guess it was probably always a word. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, I googled. Yeah, no, it was good. It was ah, oh, just it was a very beautiful poetic ending, and I I loved it every minute. And I finished it, and I was just like, I was a bit sad. It was like when you put down a good book or yep. yeah, finish uh, a really good movie like that, agree. and you're just like, ah, oh, I'm done. Yeah, I'm not ready to be done. Was the was the attaining platinum trophy arduous in terms of doing stuff that you wouldn't have done otherwise? I I could have gotten that platinum. Okay. Yeah, quite, no, it's no, quite not, uh, not no, 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 shitting no. on your. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, it's, it's. I will go back and get it probably. It's okay. one of those things. It's like it's quite. You don't have to collect the six hundred feathers on the top of the buildings. No. no, so I actually, so I had the fun thing where I was like, oh, I want to get the platinum. I knew I could get it on the just the one playthrough, and I was like, I've got such a big backlog of games that I don't want to get through. I was like, no, no, no. let's let's just nail this one because you're enjoying it so much as well. It'll do it feel, once, do it right. It'll feel more satisfying to get that ending and get that platinum pop. And then, so I started doing, I was collecting. I've always been disappointed. Sorry to interrupt you. I've always been disappointed that the noise you get, the dingle sound, the sound effect you get when you hit a platinum. The dingle? I'm not sure dingle is a word, <laughs> <Sorry>. but platinuming is. <laughs> you, you, no, the, I don't know. What the the sound effect is, from getting, from obtaining a platinum trophy should be different. 
two gold, silver, and bronze. And oh, it yeah, that fucking pisses me off that it. Who knows if they'll they might update that with the, the old PS5. Yeah, I hope they do because they yeah. didn't between PS3 and PS4. No, carry on. But I um yeah I got I was going through and I was like oh I've got a I thought I had to collect like so you get these they they call them the vanity items which are just vanity items your hats your monkey mask that I got and all these kind of things and then I realized I'd already got the trophy for it after I'd spent about two <laughs> nights going around and collecting all fifty nine you only had to get like twenty or so and I was just like <laughs> probably should have read the trophy list and mm. then I went and did the final bit and it was just uh. It's yeah. nice when it's a little end cap. Like it's not a arduous task. It might require you to spend another two or three hours in the game but after I never, you've already I, finished the story. That's a nice way to just kind of bookend the game. Yeah. But I never, I, I would have happily gone back because like it, you know, you finish the game and it, it does that thing with a lot of games now where it puts you back into the world because it's yep. kind of an open world game. Yep. But free roam mode. I would have happily like, if I'd had to go back and spend another 10 hours collecting things, I would have happily done it because it's just such a, Beautiful and the environmental changes and the color and yeah, yeah it, it it is. I've yeah. yet to meet a game that makes you spend ten hours after finishing the storyline just to get a platinum trophy that you would enjoy by the tenth hour. Like conceptually, yeah, I get what you're saying, but I've found the grind. I mean, ten hours is too long to spend in a game after the storyline just to get a fucking trophy. This is coming from someone who regularly invests way more than that to get the platinum trophy. It's just too oh, long. Yeah, I'm you're talking to someone who kind of took it on. I'm on 35 platinums now. Mm-hmm. Wow, PlayStation that's, that's app an told impressive me. number. Lockdown 35. was good to me. Yeah. I think I've got two, and did, I don't know how I got them. Did, <laughs> <laughs> did are any of those 35 those shitty like 20 dollar fucking arcade games that take you 10 minutes to platinum? The uh, what are they called? The Radalika games? No, no, I haven't sullied myself. <laughs> right. I haven't. I've tell. Tell the, the game. The game company is called. It's called Radalika, and they right. make those. They make the famous game they make is called My Name Is Mayo. Right. Where the way you win the game and get the platinum is you have to click the X button ten thousand times, and you're clicking a jar of mayonnaise. <sighs> it's literally the entire game. I it, think developers like that should just be struck from the record. Like, why is Sony allowing them to publish a game? They charge you a dollar for it. But I don't got care so if they m- give me a dollar for it. But they've it. got so, so, fans. so many people have gone and been like, I wanted to get a platinum trophy. I can't be bothered to go and do a game properly. So now they- I've got RSI and a platinum. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. But hey, people have to claim it. Yep. It's kind of become like a running joke. If it, yeah, It's like that. Well, the Telltale games are like that. They're enjoyable stories. But if you just play through the whole thing, you... They are pop thoroughly a enjoyable. Yeah, they did, platinum. T- um, Telltale oh, maybe, did- that, maybe that's where one of my platinums is. Telltale it might did- be the Batman platinum. Probably. The Batman. If Telltale. you finish the story, yeah. you get the yeah, thing. Yeah, okay. the that, that would be one of them. One of the two. <laughs> they did the Walking None Dead. None of them took any skill, by the way, to no. get the Platinums no. I've got. They did the Walking Dead series, didn't they? Yes. Yeah. That was an interactive story. That's what they are. Yeah, They're that's what Telltale games are. Yeah. They've done a Guardians one. They've done Game uh, of Thrones. They've done the Batmans. The Wolf that's Among what I'm Us. Wolf Among Us. Rewatching Game of Thrones. Saw that the other night. Yeah. They've done Borderlands. Borderlands, yeah. Yeah. No, I will say my proudest platinum is going back and platinuming Battlefront Two. Yeah, you spent some good good I, chunk of time doing that. Well, one. I was locked down. So <laughs> Battlefront Two, Star Wars. So you, Star Wars you would have had to have gotten to max level on your multiplayer character. Fifty level fifty. Yeah, you were talking about that a couple of episodes yeah. ago. Fuck that for a jar of. I don't know, box of sticks. Triple, X, triple XP Wednesdays and double XP weekends. <laughs> oh, okay. is that where you were hitting them? Uh, yep. Okay. Yeah, no, I've been there and done it, that, no, so I can't the, give you too much was, shit. But it was the trophy that got me. It took me the longest. Was you had to, as a 
fighter, so an X-wing, you had mm. to shoot down hero ships. You had to get twenty-five yeah, of them. Yeah, well, that took forever because yeah. you got to wait for people to bring in hero ships, and then you, you got to be the one that nails them. Yeah, yeah, you oh. have to get the killing shot, and so many people. I would be like, I've got this guy, and then some little fucker comes in yeah. just with one him. shot. Yeah, You've done ninety-nine percent damage. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, yeah, but I got it. I got it. I remember Emma was like, she was mid writing a paper, and she <laughs> stupidly had taken the headphones off. And all of a sudden, she says, just like beer on the roof. And I'm just yelling. And she's like, she turns around, she goes, Did you get it? And I'm like, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's how you know you need to marry the girl. Oh, yeah. yeah. When, when there's that enthusiastic support from the girlfriend for you to do something. I think she'd heard about it enough. Over yeah. the last it was, it was <laughs> probably relief. <laughs> oh, thank God I don't have to watch this fucking game anymore. So on the battle, on the Star Wars side of it, squadrons? Yeah, I'm keen. Bad yeah. ass. And and arcadey enough to be in, like fun to play for 10 minutes. Also, the first, person, still unlockable the first person enough. view looks so good. What the, do you mean the, view? It's the only view they're allowing in the game. There's, the it's TIE cockpit fighter, or nothing. Yeah, oh, is it? I think the TIE... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, there's I no thought, third... Oh, I third, read that. The TIE Fighters, you're going to struggle in the TIE Fighters. Yeah. Because yeah. it's such just a fucking circle window. It's, it, it, can, and it's, oh, imagine if you can look up through those three little slots a, in the roof. It's a rocket oh. with a couple of lasers. They're, they're shit. They're not aerodynamic. They're, they're, you point them at the thing and you no, shoot. It's mainly space battles. They're great in space battles. See, this they're is the quick thing. and maneuverable. And, I mean, it sounds like they've spent a lot of time doing the like the the, balancing. Like getting it balancing. Right? Have, you, have you guys read the Fuck, X-Wing that's a series? really good beer. I'm sorry. The Rogue Squadron. Uh, no, but that was actually going to be one of my questions because I'm almost finished Imperial Commando. That's and old I'm school, isn't it? Fucking yeah. heartbroken, and I don't know whether I should go on to um, Karen Travis's next or the, her other series, which was Legacy of the Force, or whether mm. I should read another different one. Rogue Squadron's old, old, old school. Yeah, it's like nineties legends. Of, yeah, yeah, I have read them, but it's set um, when I was a kid. Like it's set at the twenty post post uh, Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was saying to Dan the other day because I've, I, you know, because I've I have not read a Star Wars novel for a long time, and I, and I haven't read one since they recanonized some and then decanonized a bunch. And before there was a Legends, mm. I was reading them, and I read maybe forty or fifty of them. Yeah. Well, uh, Legends has only come in since Disney bought it. Yeah. Ever the, it's in pre pre Disney. But it was, was always canon. we always accepted when you were reading the books, you always accepted that it probably wasn't canon for a lot of the story. Oh, I always accepted it as a canon. For your average Joe, it wasn't because they didn't know it. But I mean, it was always canon. Yeah, yeah. All that stuff was all. That was canon. all. It was all published by Lucas. Yeah. yeah. In fact, I remember at the end of all the Lucas Art games were all they were all canon. They've all been made. Early now. high school, we had the Scholastic um, book book magazines. You could order books at school. Yeah, I yeah, remember the ones. That's, little, a, you got, that's you got, a really long stretch, but yeah, no, it was you got like the, twenty was, years ago. It was the six six was, little pages back to front, and you had like there were three yeah, or four was, different ones. Was, oh, yeah. really? You yeah. got like a periodical. It was once every month or once every quarter. They would yeah, once every quarter. The the book club. Yeah, so, book club. so it was it was I don't a know whether I'm, book club. I don't was, know whether I'm just remembering this because you're saying it, or whether I actually remember. It was it. just a, a literally. It was like a paper catalog, and you could order the books and put in your money order, and they would send you the books. And I saw it was um it was after Phantom Menace. It was Young Jedi's. It was a like a teen novel with big text, and it was only like uh, yeah. sixty or eighty pages with like fourteen or sixteen font. I bought the whole fucking series because as much as they were short reads and they were shitty, it was like reading a comic. And it was literally yeah. like a 32-page comic, right? Yeah. It was short story, interesting, punchy, quick, not too complicated. Um, 
and I, I read all of them. So when I say I've read 50 Star Wars novels, <laughs> at, least, took up a good chunk of at least 20 of them were, you know, like 30-page kids' books. But um, no, I have read Rogue Squadron. Carry on. So am I doing Rogue Squadron next? It's worth it. It's yeah, a good it read. It's, it it's, it's, I'm pretty sure and the Mon it, Moth- it gets pretty, pretty technical as well. Like it's definitely written by someone who has either some sort of Air Force experience oh, okay. or has okay. spoken to someone in the Air Force because yeah. the way they talk about the way they fly the ships, because this is the thing that's always annoyed me because I read them well before, like I played the Rogue Squadron games back on 64 and mm-hmm. the old, they were so good. Um, it was the, I think there was, I remember getting the cheat where you could, uh, you could unlock the, the Naboo Starfighter <laughs> on the 64. It was so good. It was, it was unstoppable. Um, but they always talk about how how easy it is to disable a TIE fighter. In like they talk about these books about how easy it is to disable a TIE fighter because no shields. Mm. And it's like one one or two blaster shots literally rips through the wing and then they're, they're fucked. But you see all these games now where it's just like TIE fighters just taking as many hits as an X-Wing. It's like, yeah. no, that's not right. It's never yeah. sat with me right ever since. It, was never, yeah. it wasn't like that in the original X-Wing game on fucking yeah. 386. The, pro- the thing was, you didn't have a strong X, uh, strong TIE fighter. You, had a, you had a swarm of TIE fighters yeah, against exactly. one that's strong exactly. X-Wing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, finish your beer. Uh, if, you get, if you want to get... If you want to get completely out of, out of that world for a little while but stick within gritty science fiction... I would strongly recommend reading the first Horace Heresy book from Warhammer 40K. Uh, one of uh, our friend's husbands still plays Warhammer every Wednesday or Thursday night. Yep. Uh, and I was talking to him a couple of weeks ago because I was talking Imperial Commander mm-hmm. or uh, Republic And you Commander. and I were talking about this last week yeah, as well. Yeah, and um, uh, I put two and two together after you were mentioning it the other week that that was the same series that he was talking about. Yeah, and right. He spoke very highly of it it's, as well. So I got two same same for me to read six, four hundred to five hundred page novels back to back, back to in back. the same universe. Well, that's where we, our conversation was the yep. other night. Yeah, but but as standalone novels and stories, and even the trilogy books, because there's quite a few of them, the Horace Heresy that are written as trilogies, they are really well written. They are interesting, intricate, and they have their own atmosphere about them. So you might follow a particular chapter of, of uh, Imperial Space Marines for a trilogy and then you'll move to a different chapter and there's a totally different atmosphere and aesthetic to the, the even to the way that they speak to each other, how engaged the chaplains are, so how religious the, the, the order is or the, the legion was at the time. They're not chapters anymore. Back then, I guess, they were legions. Um, they've created... Quite an interesting, intricate world. It's just a shame that the the actual board games just turned into a pile of shit. I always felt bad because I never got into it. My brother, my older brother, had um, had the Wood Elves Warhammer, not the forty mm-hmm. K. But yeah, it was just a love. Like I'd take the guidebook he had. I just go read that. Look yeah, at the pictures. It was great. Oh, yeah. But I never got into the painting or the putting the. Also, same together, with Space yeah. Marines, and and I, I mean, anyone who's listened to some of the very first episodes of our podcast back when it was Bounty Hunter Banter would probably have heard me talk about my Dark Angels oh, army, and I've still just... got like a six thousand point army, but. I'm going to go and watch. Boxes. I'm going to go and watch this guy play. Chris is his name. I'm going to go yep. and watch him. Not this Chris, but another Chris. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go and watch him play one night because it really does interest me. I I just like just like he calls it. Uh, he said it's called tabling when you like completely destroy every single unit somebody mm. else has got on the, on the table. Uh, and well, it's, it's a it's a term stolen from eight ball and nine ball pool. Oh, okay. When you table yeah. somebody, you you finish the game from the break. I, 
well, when I was living in Bondi, I used to walk past on the way to the shops, there was a, a Warhammer store. Um, Games Workshop. Games Workshop store that's still in Bondi Junction. And I used to go to be able to walk past it. And every day I'd just kind of walk in and just be like, wouldn't walk into the store, but I'd walk past it and just like watch. And they'd be playing in there. Yeah. I've and tried, it was fascinating to watch. Yeah. I, I've Brad, just always Brad plays as well. Yeah. Yeah. I've just always found problems with some of the people that I meet in those kind of spheres that are just. They don't know what to do with their ang- anxious energy and it comes out of their mouth and I just don't like being around people that are like that. It's just, it's a personal choice. Yep. That's fair. Um, but the game itself, the mechanics are brilliant. The thing that's fucked it for me for Warhammer 40k is they needed to make more money. So they created a period of time and there was a bit of a crossover, but they created a period of time where they went from the 40,000th, well, you know, it was called Warhammer 40k. It was the 41st millennium. They were telling stories of the 30th millennium where the Horus heresy occurred, where the breaking of mankind occurred and a whole bunch of interesting shit happened. They were writing books about it. That was fun. And then they said one day, all your miniatures from 40K, yeah, we're not selling those anymore or you can order them. You can still buy them. No one's going to play that game anymore because we're now going to release the Horus era miniatures with their shitty tanks because the tech's 10,000 years prior to what you're used to. And I just went, no. Can't so what, do they, it. what they nerfed their own game? They relaunched their own game 10,000 years prior. prior in the universe. And so the tanks aren't as futuristic. Why, They're kind of retro tech. Why, why can't it all just exist? Well, I guess it does. Well, they I mean, do. the, the, people, can, yeah, the people that have them still play it. So. But I'm, I, like, I, I see their launches because I still get their email spam. I've never never turned their, you know, I've never opted yeah. out of their spam. And it's just like, I've got no interest in that thing. It just doesn't appeal to me. Yeah, I'm, I still get blizzard.net emails. They're always fun. Yes, why, actually? <laughs> it's like, oh, Diablo re- 2. <laughs> well, they, How are you? So, so uh, World of Warcraft released a new, or they're just about to release another expansion. Yeah. Yeah, they're over so. a decade of a video game still it's running. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And they're still and stu- re-releases. And they're like studying them at and- university. Yeah. So, so and they have been for a long time. You know, when uh, there's economics university classes that study the micro economy inside World yeah. of Warcraft, it's and nobody's nobody's ever been able to mimic it. It as lots of people any, have tried anywhere near as well as what they have. Yeah. Like I've never played it, but uh, in yeah. fact, there was have been able to do it. World World Health Organization. This is quite topical yeah, at the moment with pandemic. Yeah. Um, have have looked into the spread of their accidental virus that they built for a. I think it was, I was there for it in real time. It was a Halloween patch Mm. where they created this blood virus, but someone fucked up in the, um, the, how easy it was to spread the infectious, infectiousness of talking about in the video game, digital blood virus inside the video game. Um, And so the idea was you, you vomited blood and you died. And you infected people around you, but they someone put a one instead of a thousand or something, yeah, and yeah. it just infected fucking everybody. And I've got screenshots of my character, and you were in rivers of blood. There was just the entire ground in most cities were just blood. Um, they ended up rolling the patch back because it was just it yeah. was it was crashing the servers because there were so many so many particle effects going on on everyone's screen oh, yeah. at the same time. But 
they've done studies. Well, WHO did studies on on the infectiousness and yeah. how because again in the game you fly into simulation. the city, but yeah. you fly into the city on the back of griffins. So yeah. they it's just like air travel yeah. and how quickly it took to spread from the first guy to come in with the infection to everyone else around him in the city. Yeah. You had NPCs dying. You couldn't fucking interact with the video game. You couldn't get quests <laughs> because all the, all the NPCs, NPCs kept dying. Actually, that reminds me. You'd have enjoy this. So I um. Non-player characters for those who don't play games. Or national police check because <laughs> Emma's going for a visa and as part of it, I have to do my national police check because it's de facto. And I was, every time I had to look at it, I was just like, so I get a quest to go get checked <laughs> you out? To go and talk to the NPC. <laughs> nice. um, Are you going to get that last beer? Yes, okay. I am. Pause because I need to pee. Okay, pausing. <laughs> And we're back. And I have podcast cat. You gonna do your clippy clappy. I don't need to now. I'm really we should be like cutting the clap out, but we keep integrating it in I got the hiccups now right, into the can, show. We can tell our You can have They can if, surely tell our professionalism if they're uh, have a podcast cat's asshole. Yeah, lovely. Hmm. <laughs> mm. Anyway, so we're back. We are back. My face isn't even on the camera because it's too close, but that's all right. Eh, can you fuck off, please? Next topic. Or we're going to talk about this beer. Let's talk about the beer. Let's talk about the beer. What are we drinking? This is from uh, Wolf of the Willows, who are based down in Victoria. It is a collaboration between themselves and... Oh, that's small. Um, <laughs> Mork Specialty Hot Chocolate. That's what she said. Which is a cacao artisan. A cow artisan. Cacao. Oh, cacao. As in the bean. Cacoa. All right. Fucking hell. Um, there is an A on the end. Nah. It's not. The O's on the end. <laughs> I don't know what he's going on about. I'm, I'm really confused. I, I, maybe I've had it wrong for the last. Yeah. It's possible. I'm wrong all the fucking time. That's that's why I date women. To tell me when I'm wrong. Okay. Um. Wondering where that was going, and also <laughs> it looks like Dot, uh, which is a cakery down in Melbourne. I love that. I'm going to turn that's that's my new term, cakery. Um, this is I plan to open a cakery when I get thee to a cakery. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Wolf of the Willows. Um, they used to be distributed by the guys from Square Cake, actually, who do okay. fixation. Oh, okay. yep. Yeah, yep. Um, and then they were like we've nah. had a few fixation brewing. But yeah, Wolf we haven't on the show, actually. I don't think we have on the show. But they, uh, yeah, a little while ago went, nah, fuck yeah, we can do it ourselves. And good on them. Uh, they're 100% independent, which is nice. Actually, yeah, all the beers have been independent. Um, I was a bit worried when you said that at first. I was like, oh, God, did I actually do that right? Uh, but I this- just took a wild guess, as soon as you showed me beforehand, but I was pretty sure you they can, all were. You can almost tell because they've all got really nice artwork. That's usually yeah, a non- sign. Non-standardized? Yeah. What are you doing? Ow. Oh, Tom, 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 you are right. right. According to cacao, cacao, said by the most annoying guy. Some weird dude. Yeah. Uh, so this is uh, the Wolf of the Willows. Uh, it actually tells you how to say the name. Carnil Bulla, Carnil Bulla, Carnil Bulla, Swedish cinnamon bun nitro brown ale. I'm uh, fucking excited. Where's the little camera? I had a Swedish cinnamon bun. It has a lovely little picture of the Swedish chef. The, let me close. let me tell you, the Swedish cinnamon buns are not that small. I 
Well, he's if I went back through my phone and found one, it's literally the size of a fucking dinner plate. Yeah, wow. So he says, please yeah, send me a picture and I'll put it up on Instagram when we post the episode. This is inspired by our love of the sot Swedish cinnamon buns. Organic. <laughs> Sorry, what? Sot Swedish cinnamon buns. Well, we, we, I'm often inspired by soft. Sot. Sot. Sweet. Cinnamon. Swedish. Sot. Sweet. It's sot little. S-O-T with an omelette on top. The, yeah, the O that's yelling at you. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's the omelette, yeah. <laughs> I thought you'd like that. Yeah. Um, so it got, it's got organic cinnamon, cardamom, vanilla pods, lactose, and more c- cacao nibs. Create a pastry brown ale bursting with cacao. flavor nestled in a buttery, pillowy, nitro Swedish hug. Swedish hug, yeah. And it's got a wonderful image of the Swedish chef from the Muppets on the front. Can I see, please? <laughs> I'm surprised they're not in trouble for that because that's that is very much Swedish chef. Here we have the squealy stew. Here we have the podcast stew. The podcast in the pot. Have you shaken it? You've, uh, you've heard the Adam Hills joke on this, haven't you? No. So in Sweden, they call the Swedish chef the Norwegian chef. Yes, I think I think you have mentioned that. I think you've mentioned that on the show, actually. You probably have. Uh, uh, here, here is a dinner-sized Swedish ooh. cinnamon. Yeah, wow. Fun. It's fucking huge. Yeah, they look huge. Yeah, that that's that's a full size dinner plate. Yeah. Yep. Just, so I think the can best you, can you send that to me on the podcast on the um, um chat, I please. think the best way to do this actually, uh, and this will be kind of fun to do. Oh, and on I the even camera. have the stacks of them in the window. Yep. Uh to instruct how to properly pour a nitro beer. Please. In fact Why in- you've got seventeen different cameras on here. In fact. Am I looking at camera one? Camera two. Camera one. <laughs> so many Wayne's World references can be made now. <laughs> uh, so there is debate, I guess you would say. Um, gently shake the can. Uh, Invert the can. I give a good shake. You, vigorous, give a, you really want to give a good shake. I have white carpet. I'm just, I'm please all, be right. Uh, and then crack. I always. Look at that. It's all right. It actually went on the table. Oh, oh, yeah. I called it. I'm hoping you don't have corona. <laughs> now nah, I'm all clear. But then you get lovely. The cascading Guinness style. That's that. that's lovely. This is the power of video. Except for it. anyone just listening to it on, on uh, iTunes, it's just going to be long <laughs> silence. <laughs> Sorry. It's that's good right. advertising he, for our YouTube heard, channel though, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I dodged the carpet. I can smell the chocolate from God, here. God, I'm good. Is there any left in that can now? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Probably, yeah. So I'm just going to... Let wipe. me... I'll get a tea towel. No, no, no. No, you stay there. I will get you something to wipe it up with. I'll get you a gilt quilt or a spanker chief. A spanker chief. If you uh, come out with one of your old socks, I'm going to be so annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be those boxes with the ball so cold. <laughs> no one heard that though. I know. That's a, that's, that's a, which adds little, the mystery. A little in There's an episode title for you. Boxes with the balls removed. Anyway, sorry, I was taking a mouthful then. Uh, that's definitely cinnamon. Um Yeah. It's not a really oh. nice brown ale. Like it's really That's the guilt quilt. Right. <laughs> uh it's got aloe vera in it. I can smell the aloe vera. It's quite nice. Oh, overpowering the beer. It's it's not aloe vera. Is it lemon? 
It's probably yang yang or lemon, however you say lemon that. Lemon fresh. <laughs> the no, my lemon. I can't do that. Lemony fresh. That was the end of Spaceball. It was um, uh, Space Jam. I was doing fancy. Space Jam. Space Jam with the fucking. Um, you know they're remaking that with LeBron James. No, they've been yeah. saying that for years. They're not oh, doing okay. it. They're not, you don't reckon they're doing it? <laughs> can, okay. I, can I have some? They're probably not. Well, they probably it's probably one of those movies they could do with Corona in at the moment. Yeah, uh, well, I have noticed. I, I was going to say it before. We haven't really talked much about movies, and that's because there's nothing to fucking watch at the moment. With well, yeah, Black Widow got pushed back. Coronavirus no, only, only a little bit more because it's six percent. Yeah, that's fine. Thank you. Coronavirus has kind of fucked Hollywood, and we're not quite. If it like I think I said last episode, if it happened in ten years from now, yeah, you did. Yeah, we we wouldn't have any impact whatsoever. That's really nice. I, I I think it's lacking a little bit on body because of the nitro, um, but the like the flavor's definitely there. It tastes cinnamon and uh, really well, yeah, biscuity nose, and oaty. Yeah. Some mm, of the some oaty on the nose. Yeah, the, the the spiced ones, especially cinnamon, nutmeg, and that can go overboard where it's just oh. it becomes un, like overpowering. But that's really nice balance. It is really nicely the, balanced. The brown malts come through really yeah. nice. They're they're probably English base malts, really biscuity. Um, yeah, it's really nice. It's really it nice. Says on the back. So I get a lot. Oh, of does cinnamon. it actually say what they I are? Said, I said I don't think it does. But they it sound like they added the pastry oh, to it. Yeah. Uh, you do get the vanilla sweetness. You get the um the cinnamon bite. It's just a little bit of spiciness at the back of the palate. I had um, the um. The rep from Mismatch, the new rep from Mismatch came to say good day. Yeah. Um, and they made some, I was thinking the other day, one of the best beers I've had recently, well, in the last year, one of the best beers, well, consistently best beer I've had, they did a New England lager. And I don't know why, but I just fucking loved it. Mm. I smashed, I bought a case. That sounds um, interesting. Lager? Yeah, it was really good. But um, they were talking about, I've got their, one of their latest ones. They've rebrewed one of their Gabs beers, which seems to be a bit of a fashion at the moment. Um, uh they did their Negroni IPA again. Yep. And I love Negronis. I love IPAs. So I was like, perfect. Um, but he was talking about how during lockdown, um, they had a business that was pretty close to them. They used to use for the pizzas at the brewery. That went into shutdown and couldn't really produce, weren't really producing pizzas for, for, for sale. I think they were more of a wholesale company. So they got them to make a whole bunch of pizza bases that then they just tore up and put into a pizza beer that they made. Yeah. Okay. Which he... I mean, we've had oregano-based beers before. I don't know how you'd get... But this is more talking about, the I think, the, the base and the starch base. I get that. Than the, yeah. But, and he was like, it was interesting enough on its own, but once you had it with a slice of like, like margarita pizza, yeah. mm-hmm. it just blew up. Complimenting. Yeah. Yeah, we've talked about and wow, season one we I think we interviewed. I remember that Oregano beer. That was weird. It was weird. That was only a few apps ago. That was this season, I think. Season three uh, of the podcast. Uh, that was back at your old place. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, who did we interview, Dan? One of your mates. Um, oh, the doc. We interviewed the doc who was making uh, tonic, which was a a wheat. Wait, that was at the the Mario Kart event or something. Yeah, it was, was it? Yeah. the World Eight launch uh, where we did a live recording for Bounty Hunter Brewing. Mm. Um, 
So we interviewed the doc and doc Mays. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Well, I remember the doc makes then. a or was making a beer. Has he made any beers recently? I haven't seen anything from. Uh, I think he, he does some stuff with the wheat sheaf. He's pretty close with those guys down in South Australia. Yeah, um, he he's does some brewing stuff his own beer. Yeah, he's he's a busy busy man. He's a busy man. He's a super intelligent busy man. Do I even so. dare ask what he's doing? Is it beer related or is it just life related? Secret it's, government stuff. It, it is kind of secret government stuff. So okay. I'd probably rather not say. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Not um, not super secret government stuff, but secret enough government stuff. <laughs> um, so he was making tonic, which was a, a, yeah. a very light, full-bodied, but light wheat beer that you could drink by itself and then you mix it with gin. Yep. And it was before I ever got into gin and tonic, which really bothers me because I never really appreciated I loved the flavor it. profile. I, I drank tons of it. Yeah. Tons of it. You talked about it. I remember you talking yep. about it. Um, I yep. miss doctor's orders. Yeah. So yeah. Right. Yeah, and he had the best really fucking artwork too. It was just so fucked up in a non-fucked up kind of way. Yeah, well, all the all the glass and the colours were always it's always the same Im- imagery, but just slight, slightly different colour. And- Let me ask you this: What colour does Squid Ink make beer? His Squid Ink one. Mm. It, it was a bluey purple, it, wasn't it? Well, it depended on what part of the run you got it from. So the very first ones, I think, were really quite grey and black. And then towards the middle of the run, they started to get bluey. And then towards the end of the run, for a second there, I thought you were talking green. about when you like inked the squid, like what part of the run you got the. Uh, oh no! no, no oh, sorry, the, just a the, bunch of the, squids just the, hanging the, up there. Just the packaging run, <laughs> the packaging run. No, yeah, not not milking squids, <laughs> literally hanging from clotheslines or something. No. Yeah. Um, but then he saved one for like two or three years. He saved a twenty liter keg, and. At the end of it, it was when he poured that at his like the fifth birthday or something. It was like fluorescent green. Yeah, wow! It was crazy. I, re- never I seen do remember there being a color variation. I think we've talked it, about it. It was but- it was this beer color. So Ben is uh, one of my friends. He's a very very good, uh, very very good commercial and home brewer. He does commercial stuff, but he does a lot of homebrew stuff. So. These are the oh. the two the two sweet sours that he just did. So that's yep. boysenberry, and the other one is uh, blue. It started off blue. Nobody can see these. Hold it up to the camera. Uh, can see no, no, that's his that's his home brewery. I don't want to I don't want to show anybody that. Seems I've now named him. Um, uh, it's yes. literally just a bunch of mice in wheels. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's made from. Um, I was going to ask you. So so generally speaking, what color is squid ink? When it, if you add it to a food or a beverage, what color does it typically come blue, out? Blue, I'm pretty sure, like ink blue, like so proper I, ink blue. So I was having a debate. It wasn't an argument. It was it was quite good natured. That the um something the girlfriend mentioned the other day. It was just a random question. I don't even know what the fuck we were talking about. She's like, "Do you know what the only edible object is that makes food blue?" And I looked at her and I said, what? And she said, blueberries. I went, yeah, that seems kind of obvious, no, but I've got a second one for you. Blueberries don't make it blue. blue blueberries make it uh, like pinky purple. Blueberries mm. aren't actually blue. Well, I, I The skin I said, is blue, but when you actually use the juice of it, it's not. I, I said to her, well, I've got a second one for you and it's squinting because it is a food grade product and you can add it to food or yeah, beverages and I'm fairly fucking certain it's blue. Pea blossom makes it like a bluey purple. We had a yeah. we had a good natured argument about it, but we never resolved it. So I was hoping you guys could get me in trouble because well, if I'm right, go. then I'm going to be in trouble. No, uh, you you are right. It's probably not the only thing. Um, just let me find. I found a sound it makes. 
That yes, we have upgraded our equipment. Well, I, I don't know if we upgraded. We side graded our, our equipment. And slightly the, pissy there, Peter. Yes. Well, he I hasn't eaten. I hasn't eaten. The boy's I, hungry. I did explain that earlier. Uh, I can't find a good picture of a blueberry. There you go. There's one. It's. <laughs> I think we've all seen a blueberry. No, no, no. Blueberry beer. Right. So it's that, that is very purple. It's like pur- it's a burgundy. Yeah, yeah, color. yeah. That's the that's the color the blueberries turn. Yeah. Okay. Stuff. Right. It's the the it's the concentration. What's a ribena berry? It's purple, it's, isn't it? It's yeah. black currant. Yeah. Black, is it blackcurrant cordial? Yeah. I'm sure it is a blackcurrant. Yeah, it's blackcurrant, yeah. yeah. Um, the, it's the concentration of the colour in the blueberry skin that makes it look blue, but it's not right. actually blue. It's purple. So, wow. I wasn't even. I wasn't just right that it's a second. It's. I was right that it's the only. Oh, you're really in trouble now. No, because oh, that, uh, <laughs> that, that blue, so I'll, I'll, I will now show you the, uh, the post- um, the post-green beer that had this. Uh, let, me, let me find you're it. You're going to send it to me and I'm just going to put it up. No, I can't. Because it's at your mate's house. Yeah. So I'll tell you. I'll tell you what he actually put in. He put in I'm thoroughly enjoying the cinnamony, mm. it, and and that's the pre- prevalent flavour towards the end of the beer too. It's just cinnamon. Uh, blue spirulina. Spirulina. Yes. Okay. Is that a flower? Uh, it's a algae, I think. Yeah. Okay, that makes so sense. He added more of it to the keg, and, Fuck, and it that's turned a blue it, beer. It, it turned that green one that blue. Surely you can see. I'm just having horrible flashbacks. You or I can to, crop that um, photo and totally put that on. The oh, line. that's just against the against the wall yeah. of his house. I'll just ask him whether we can put it up. Um, yeah. That's giving me horrible flashbacks to uh, one of the Sydney Beer Week events. Oh, it's a very at, Christmassy beer. And uh, Frankie's um, and the Moon Dog did the Toxic Avenger two years in a row. Uh, they added so much blue food coloring that uh, you knew anyone had had a taste because they were walking around with a blue, blue mouth. Tongue. But when it went through you. Oh no! It was fluoro green out the other end. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh god, I'm dying!" Like, obviously, <laughs> Frankie's event, so probably definitely hungover. And then I was like, "Okay," and very forgetful of what was consumed the night before. Uh, yeah, well, I felt I, you know, I, I, I'm pretty religious on my untapped, so I like had taken photos of everything, and I was just like, "Fucking moon dog!" Every time, <laughs> and then. But it was like the first day. I was like, okay, it's just the hangover. It's, yeah, there was a lot of everyone had blue mounds. It makes sense. A lot of blue food coloring. But then it was the second day. I was just like, oh, hang on. And the third day, it was still coming <laughs> through the system. I was like, am I dying? And then I, I posted on the, the the CBC on Facebook. I was like, anyone, anyone else, else pissing blue? Anyone? No, anyone else is still shitting fluoro green after having the moon dog beer? And like a bunch of people were like, yes, thank God, I was going to go to the doctors. I'm glad it's not just me. And I was like, yeah, there was so much blue food coloring in that beer. Food coloring's like, bad stuff, man. Yeah, but it must like I feel bad for the Frankies guys because it must have beers. tainted their lines so yeah. bad. They Plastic would have to lines, like hundred yeah. percent. It's one of the few it. beers that couldn't claim that they're preservative free just yeah. to sell more beer. You, can, you can't yeah, get it. Moondog wouldn't get do that natural anyway. blues. Moondog wouldn't do that. You anyway. can't get natural colors. Yeah, they'd love to. Oh, fuck I had someone like spout that bullshit at me the other day. Actually, we were talking about homebrew, and they're like, "Oh, oh my god, it was so fresh, and it like." It was tasted amazing and it was completely preservative free. And I went, really? Are you another guy that listens to the fucking billboards? You muppet. There's only four ingredients in beer and none of them are preservatives. Oh, you go on that side. I thought you were going to say they were wrong. There was preservatives in it. No, no. there's yeah. no preservatives Isn't in hops fucking beer. No, but sorry. Isn't hops a natural preservative? Well, so is yeah. honey. And in- so is alcohol. That's, that's not the preservative they're advertising that they're not adding. They're I'll, t- not- I'll, I'll tell you how they actually get around that preservative off microphone. Okay. Yeah. 
Technical bear secrets with Dan. <laughs> Next. It's on the well, late, it's gonna, on the late night hour. You know, what we're going we're gonna to start a Patreon just for all those side conversations. <laughs> those, those little off-air conversations. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to pay this much to hear yeah. Dan. Have we got a last topic secrets. or do we want to uh, end it here? Because I'm happy to end it here. I'm going to crack a sour in a second. So uh, I don't think We can really do a five-beer episode. It's just Dan's driving. I don't really have anything because I've literally been just working then coming home playing Ghosts and then going to bed and... Doing I've been pretty much rewatching Game of Thrones, and I've got to say, I know you guys aren't into you got. No, I've, I've watched every, I've watched the whole thing. I have to say, you two can have a conversation then. Watching it again, and this is the—I don't know if I could do it again. It's the third or fourth time the girlfriend's seen the entire series from from scratch. That's it's only very the impressive. second time that I've seen it. She's seen fucking Mandalorian like six times. Yeah, the series. I gotta say, I watched Mandalorian quite a few times. Ooh, yeah, I season want, two's out soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I no. want to watch. Oh, this month. Yeah, end October. Of this month. October. Yeah. yeah, fuck I, yeah. I want to watch Mando season one again. Oh, there you go. Mando can that, be our last. Uh, the Mando trailer can be our last topic. Knowing yep. that the missus has seen it six times, I know I'm never going to be able to see season one again in my own house because she lives here. So that's kind of difficult. Um, Game of Thrones. I've got to say, because I was somewhat. I was downloading some episodes and other seasons I would join Foxtel just to watch it and then cancel Foxtel again, which I think a lot of people would do. Yeah, I did that for Louise. I've got to say the quality of watching it on Blu-ray with Atmos and I've got fucking when the snow's falling and you've got sound effects above you and it actually the speakers above you emanate the sound. It's a totally different experience. And it's for such a complex woven episode uh, uh, series – you pick up so much more shit the second watch through than you didn't you, that you didn't notice the first time through. Are you just going to cut it out the end season though, and just stop it at a high point? <laughs> no, I, I, you know, which no season eight was where no it was the end of season seven where you had a zombie dragon breathing fire and melting the wall. Yes, blue fire. Yeah, it burns or- hotter than orange fire. I'm well, it literally does. We all had Bunsen burners in high school. Um. No, I will watch it all the way through. I thoroughly enjoyed that series right up until the end. And I knew Arya was going to do the schmoove maneuver that she did, where you drop the fucking knife and catch it again and then stab them. Spoiler Everybody alert knows for uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, come on. It's been done and dusted for like three or four years now. I don't care anyway. I've watched all that anyway. Well, I kind of watched it from afar. Louise had watched it while I was cooking dinner. How many, how many movies, TV series have you seen where there's knife work in it, where they... They're held up, oh, they yeah. drop the Get knife. Get off your shit, your cigarettes. There's knife work here needs doing. It's one of my favourite <laughs> quotes from Lord of the Rings. Can you say it again? They do it. It's the best, It's the most Kiwi orc you hear yeah. in the entire mm. thing. It's, Get off your ships, your cigarettes. There's knife work here needs doing. <laughs> gets right in there. <laughs> he's got a little, yeah, he's just the, he's my favourite orc. He gets killed three times actually though. That's the annoying thing. Gets killed three times just to double that they, they use. use the mask again. Yeah, and you just yeah, see, right. but he sticks out. <laughs> I've got to say, so I think it was a a supernova four or five years ago. They had the original nose pieces for some of the uh, some of the dwarves from Weta, and those those nose prosthetics were incredible. The detail, the individual mm. pores cut in. It looked real. It was made out of silicone, and it was. It was fucking real. The, the, the makeup work on that stuff. That oh, movie, those movies were mind blowing. And, and Weta have gone on to do a whole bunch yeah. of other Hollywood movies now. They've and become they an industrial the light going magic. Digital. And they what? Then they ruined, ruined the, the Hobbit, Hobbit by going CGI. Yeah. 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 I think. Mando season two? Yes. Before you think. We can, you can crack another beer. Oh, I don't have to drive. 
You haven't even finished the last one. And By the time you get up to the fridge. Slurry. Yeah, no, we're going to end the episode um, with Mando season two trailer. It was a kind of a teaser trailer. I, I it was I, I thought it was excellent. It looked it really looked like they'd amped everything up. Um, they've it's more Star Warsy. I'm worried. Yeah, and I, I think I said that on the um on the WhatsApp group chat. I'm worried that it because the trailer looks so much more Star Warsy that they're going to lose that whole Western kind of aesthetic. I don't think so. Fav- Favreau so. and Filoni they won't lose that. If if Filoni can hold that through. Seven seasons of yeah. Clone Wars hold that same. It's obviously not the same aesthetic to um, Mando, but yeah. if, if he can hold his true to his vision, well, Filoni's yeah. actually very the way he does his arcs as well in terms of his seasons is very smart because he always with Clone Wars he always make the first couple episodes maybe the first three would be very kind of like uh, kiddish is a bad word to use but like would be focused at a younger crowd and then. So the parents would be like, oh, here you go, watch your Star Wars. But you know that the dad's like, yeah, let's watch Star Wars together. <laughs> and then the dad would be like, well, it's Star Wars Saturday, so we've got to sit down and watch Star Wars. But by that stage, it was actually like a lot more like adult. adult yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, and then by the time you got to season seven, that was solely based at the the fans. I mean, you, yeah. the first couple mm. of episodes were the Bad Batch. Yeah. And I mean, there was – I mean, there was – Wrecker was pretty kitty. I'm but still – But then they were the – the other Bad Batch were pretty – Adult and vicious. Yeah. I mean, you've got the. You're talking you Clone the, Wars, not Rebels, right? Clone, Clone Wars. Wars, yeah. I'm still only up to season four in Clone Wars. Yeah. I really do need to just sit back and go back and watch them. Just, yeah. just smash them out because they're only 15, 20 minutes an episode. Well, yeah. And then season seven uh, finishes with Order 66. Yeah. 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 But it, it runs parallel to, to Rebels. Uh, no, 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 no. It runs parallel to uh, Revenge of the Sith. Right. Rebels is set after. I thought there was right. an overlapping season no. between Rebels and Clone. No. Okay. No, characters overlap. Right. That made yeah. my yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ahsoka. Yeah. Overlaps. Yeah. yeah. Or Invader. So, Mando, we, we had a whole and, and argument. Oh, on, and Rex, yeah. We had an whole, a whole argument on, on chat as to whether or not Ahsoka was in the trailer for Mando season two. She and I think we decided wasn't. she wasn't. No, no, that was completely my fault. Yeah. I was totally wrong. Oh, I didn't and mean I to call you out was. there, Dan. <laughs> you didn't need to admit up. Uh, I don't remember her name. But she was in an episode, uh, an Ahsoka episode of... She's um, in a couple. Uh, There's going to be more Bill Burr in season two. You know, in fact, the only thing that was truly disappointing about the season two reveal trailer was also learning in parallel they were planning on only doing four seasons of the series. I don't like having a time limit. I would have been happy just to be naive. Yeah, you never know, though. You never know. Yeah, they make a bazillion dollars. It's Disney. They'll exactly. get milking that cow until and the it, cow's dead. And Pete, there's now rumours out that Pedro Pascal's quit because he's not getting FaceTime. I say this on the video with quotation marks because he's a fucking dude that wears a helmet in his entire life. So No. And even even if they do, there's three other body doubles that do the that. gun work and the fight work. Like, if he wants to be a big bitch it and would truly and disappoint me on a, on a kind of, I was going to say personal level, but obviously I don't know Pedro, but... He was such a fanboy when he came out on yeah. stage during the reveal and he was talking about how excited he was and he was over the moon to be I cast. I reckon it's bullshit. I reckon it's bullshit too. It's yeah. probably just... It's, it's just it's fucking... Just sells people fucking, bored because they like... Clickbait hype. Yeah, yeah it's, it's crap. But, I mean, it's, it's out there. But I'm excited for more... He'd be silly to do it. I mean, it, yeah. the, the, you know, the end reveal at the end of season one. Spoiler. If you haven't seen it yet, you're an idiot. Um, That's my opinion. Uh <laughs> 
was the reveal of the Darksaber coming out. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. features heavily in the history of the Mandalorian. So I thought that was a really cool tie into all and Filoni's Clone Wars stuff. Yeah. Massively in Rebels. Yeah. Yeah, okay. But the again, with, you get along. with the Mandalorian. With the Mandalorian. So, so what you're saying is during the day while I'm supposed to be at work, I should be watching Clone Wars and Rebels. And when I'm back home, I need to play Ghosts. So when you... That's, when you, that's my life that, that is your for life. the next Finish Clone Wars first. Yeah. And then finish Rebels. Yeah. Yeah. But... um. Yeah, like I think, especially with Filoni's influence, because Filoni he loves the Clone Wars, like the idea of that, like mm. like him coming in and taking control of it was like his dream come true. But like, because it was always just like it was always referred to in like passing, you know. I, I he wasn't a fighter; he was a was a navigator on a space freighter. Yeah. Like, but it was yeah. like like he 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 loves the fact that he can expand that whole part of Star Wars history that no yeah. one else really had the chance to. And so I think he's just really going to throw back so many things that he can. And, yeah, the the dark hooded figure in the trailer, I really think it's going to be that. Oh, I can't remember her name either. Um, she was the Padawan who actually framed Ahsoka and got Ahsoka kicked out of the Jedi Order. And with Ahsoka being confirmed, it would be a great thing to have them come back. And yeah, then- that would be a cool interplay between yeah. those two. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, and she's Ahsoka's getting the next TV series, so mm. we're saying that mm. she'd be the – the antagonist in that. Oh, they also completely different type, but it just made me think of that. Um, they cast Miss Marvel for the Disney Plus series. They did, yes. Yeah, I, completely no name actor. Yeah, new face. Okay, good. But she's going to be great. Yeah. Um, but yes, can't so. be any worse than Anakin. No. Well, that this is this is <laughs> one thing that it wasn't I was the first series, first movie was in, but yeah. it was pretty close to. As I was watching the end of, it's working, it's of, working. <laughs> as I was watching most of Clone Wars, I was messaging Tom and going, "How can an animated character be in quotations more animated than a human character on <laughs> yeah. screen?" So, yeah, Anakin in Clone Wars is great, and, and yet, yeah. and, and I was having this debate with the missus the other day, and yet the opposite can also be true where you've got had an actor who did such a good job of portraying the fucked up character that he was supposed to portray portray that he had real life death death threats serious enough for him to not only quit the series but quit acting and he was a child like a teenage actor so this is the um the guy that plays uh king in game of thrones oh joffrey oh joffrey, joffrey yeah so he he played an absolute asshole character. He was a monster of a character. He was a twisted, spoiled, spoiled little dick, masochistic yeah. or no, sadistic motherfucker who enjoyed torturing the fuck out of people and animals and all. He's yeah. a fucking serial killer, like he's a sociopath. But the actor got death threats. Yeah, and yeah, but that's more just people being fucking idiots. and serious. Yeah, but he took them serious enough, and he got enough of them to his family's home. That he didn't just quit the show. They wrote him out at his request. Mm. He quit acting. He's done. So, you know, to, it, get to, to, to get death threats for doing doing your job so it's well. It's actually a yeah. compliment. Yeah. And well, yet a compliment that's serious enough. That ex- you, oh, exactly. It's but can ridiculous. you imagine that all you wanted to be in life as an actor? You're a teenager. You've gone through acting school. You're now in a series. You're the you're biggest world series, fucking famous. The biggest series ever. And that's it. And something happens and you just end your career there yeah. as a fucking 16-year-old? Yeah. Like, yeah. what a okay. shitty ending. Well, but at least he, he chose that path rather than go down the other childhood star path and... Cocaine, and, sex and, and sex go, tapes. And go terribly off the rails for it. So at yeah. least 
Thankfully, there was somebody in his life, or he made True. the right decision. So he didn't come in on a on a uh, on a wrecking ball and do a video clip. But you know what? <laughs> Thank you, Billy Ray Cyrus, because that was a big fuck you to his her dad. Carry on, um, Billy Ray Cyrus. That is the dad. Yes, My, Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus okay. did it as a big fuck uh, you to Billy Ray Cyrus. I mean, that's the thing. He does. Like, you sure? No, I'm not sure. I'm just talking at my ass. I was going to say she was on Joe Rogan a couple of weeks ago, mm. uh, and. Doesn't sound like she's got anything but absolutely great words to say about her father. Mind you, that that video was released, that that song and the video clip that went with it was released like a decade ago. Yeah. Anyway. I'm sure there was some story. I think there. we're both talking out of school, so. Probably. Yeah. I, yes, wrecking She looked ball. great on a wrecking ball, I've got to say. I've still never seen the video. Uh, okay. Pete's had too many beers and now he's yep. getting a little horny. All right, <laughs> let's end the episode. Yeah, that little red <laughs> <one>. On that <laughs> note, thank you very much for listening. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll hear from us again in a few weeks. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Check, please. You can check it, check it yourself before you wreck it, wreck it yourself. <laughs> I don't even know if that's going to work. There we go. What did that do? Well, I've got a big spike in th- three different audio signals oh. so I can sync them all up perfectly. Right. I asked the same thing. Don't worry. Okay. Because I, I went back like to our live. The clapper on, <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> I went to. Uh, Illuminate.